Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Deal or No Deal Island host Joe Manganiello all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for September 7th. I'm your host, Chan Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 36 in the house. We are now over a third of the way there, closing in on the halfway mark uh, in just about two weeks. and uh, this is the Thursday update, the last one before the eviction tonight, where one of Red or Jag will be leaving the game, as you can see in the graphic right there. Um, so uh, let's talk about the day. It's uh, just me. So we'll, we're going to be quick. We're going to be efficient, maybe. And it also was a bit of a slower day, especially through the daytime. We did get a bit of a pickup at night, um, but uh, but we've got some stuff to talk about. I also, uh, you know, it's it, it you know it's it's always fun when I'm here on my own because the it's just it's shmoney. That is what we call shmoney. Shmoney. Don't ever repeat that. That was not something I said. A little late for that, Corey. I just clipped it. Strike that from the record. Uh, added to the record, actually. Sorry about that. Uh, I also got this one in the toilet. <laughs> so <laughs> we can be we can be happy about that. Um, all right. So uh, day thirty five, day thirty five uh, was the day before day thirty six, the one we're talking about. And um, 
there really wasn't a ton from that day either, but basically there was this plan that that uh, Matt really wanted to do, which was uh, make the vote six to four in favor of Jag staying. And, uh, and if that happens, then they can blame the two votes on uh, Corey and America because America is America and Matt doesn't like America. So unpatriotic. And so that was talked about, kind of turned down, kind of still up in the air. Uh, we also had the high drama of uh, the misunderstanding between America and Corey. And she went to bed early and then he went to bed early and then they were, you know, communicating silently in bed. And she was upset. And, uh-oh, what's going to happen? Are they going to make up? That was a, a big thing that some people cared about. Um, so we come into today, day 36, with all of those things in mind. Now, let's talk through some Izzy stuff. We're going to kind of open the day with, with Izzy. Um, Izzy's going to be talking to Jared for a bit, talking with, uh, talking about like, you know, the plan and, and all of that. Um, and she, uh, after Jared leaves, she's in the storage room and this, this made headlines. Uh-oh, what is Izzy talking about? Is she going to start thinking with the right head, heart? She says to the cameras, am I being Ben from Winners at War? Am I putting Suri and Jared above me winning? No, not yet. I need them. I want them. Am I going to lose because I'm putting them first or something? No. Paige, I promise. Baby, I promise every step of the way. I'm doing what's good for me to win. And I also feel like I am playing the way I want to play. And that is important to winning. That is important to feeling confident to win. Uh, you know, when you sit in those two chairs, you're talking to the jury, you got to explain why you deserve to win. You got to play the way that you should have. And uh, I, w I wish I could talk to you and find out if you're disappointed in me, but, but I need Suri and Jared. I need, I need this. I need them in this house. This house would be so lonely without them. I don't want to be lonely. That, that wouldn't be good. Wouldn't be good. Um, so she has a little bit of a little bit of a talk there. This is not something that she hasn't done before. If you are an avid listener of the updates. Um, once or twice before, actually, a couple of weeks ago, uh, she had uh, she had similar camera talks. And usually what happens is she'll talk to the cameras about this and then she'll go and talk to Suri about it. And lo and behold, she goes right to Jared. Um, and starts talking about uh, about this stuff, but not before Corey goes to America and says. Hey, America. You pissed at me. What's, what's going on? Mary says, what? No, I'm not. I'm not pissed. You just went to bed kind of early. Says, yeah, yeah. Just wanted to go to bed early. I think I'll probably uh, probably be going to bed at like 10, 10 p.m. from now on, actually. So, not pissed. Um, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that's cool. 
I also wanted to go to bed early. Um, took me like an hour to fall asleep, but hey, it's like, oh yeah, me too. So I saw you counting. So I saw you counting over there. Like, yeah, what? Yeah. I was counting. Uh, she says, I know what you're doing. Yeah. He says, yeah, you do know what I was doing. I was counting. Uh, how many ways could America be pissed at me? He goes, ah, you're funny. Uh, so that was happening. I, 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 enjoy, I enjoy prodding the shippers. I mean, they're not shippers at this point. They're just showmancers, showmance fans. What do you call, what do you call it when you're a fan of a showmance? Uh, I don't know. Lover? Lover of love? <laughs> anyway. Uh, Izzy goes and talks to Jared. And she says, listen, let's, let's talk through some stuff. Um, she's concerned about the, the mother and son thing. See, I, I, I recognize that I'm working with a mother and son. I recognize that you two are going to take, take each other. Um, just wanting some reassurance because she's having a moment of doubt. And, uh, and Jared gives her that reassurance. Well, no, no, no. I even know that in the final three, Sari is going to, you know, she's basically going to bow out. I know that you're going to take her. Like, don't worry about it. It's fine. Um, you know, she, you're like, you're like a daughter to her. You're like, a, you're like the sister I never had. You're part of the family, Izzy. It's, it's all, you're part of the family. It's like, yeah, I am part of the family, aren't I? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, I've even, I've even had a private conversation with Sari where she basically said that she was willing to sacrifice her game. For her children, for us, for definitely both of us, want me or or you, because you know she's played before and everything. So like, you know, you're you're a part of that. You're a part of that, Izzy. Um. So Izzy, seemingly placated, is gonna go down. Uh, her her plan. Her plan for the whole game. She's got uh, she's got some M and M's, and she's gonna she's gonna pl plot out how she sees the game going. Um, she sees the game, the house, in duos and groups. She's got like America and Corey. You got Jag, Blue, and Matt. You got Felicia and Mimi, um, and you've got uh, like essentially now Cam and Bowie to some degree. But once you get rid of Cam. Then Bowie goes to Sari. Um, and so that's kind of how she wants to play is that you just break up the groups. You get rid of Cam. You get rid of Jag. Because Cam makes Bowie go to Sari. You get rid of Jag. And then, uh, then it's just Matt. And Matt goes to Sari. Uh, and Blue goes to Jared. Um, and then you get rid of like Felicia so that Mimi doesn't have Felicia anymore. Mimi comes to them. And then you get rid of like Matt and Matt and America so that Blue doesn't have Matt and Corey doesn't have America. And then everyone's all separate. And she thinks it's important that they take out America before Corey because Jared will need another guy in the house. But the final seven would essentially be them, the Fields family, plus Mimi, Corey, Blue, and Bowie. Um, Blue would be with you, Bowie would be with Sari. And then we can get Mimi and Corey to take each other out. 
And the final five would be them three with Bowie and Blue. And this is, this is like, this is the frustration that I have with Izzy because, and this is what I said at the round table. She has these moments of like, should I do something against Siri and Jared? Where she then goes and immediately tells them about those moments. Um, but even if she did, this is what I'm saying. Even if she did, she is actively putting herself in a position where she is like plotting a final five with Blue and Bowie. Like, what is the plan there? You know that Suri has Bowie more than you have Bowie. Maybe you think you can like flip Bowie with the with the mother and son stuff. Maybe. Then you're like banking on like you and Bowie taking down Suri, Jared, and Blue. But like in a battle of influence, are you really gonna win the loyalty of Bowie? Like maybe you could win the loyalty of Corey in that spot, but Bowie? That's a little risky. And then Blue, why in the world would you ever take Blue that far? Blue is the worst person for, for Izzy's game, bar none. And she's the person she's advocating for the most. She's putting herself in a position where even if she wanted to turn, she will not have the ability unless she just purely comps out. And she has the ability to put herself in a different position. She has the influence to change that, that, that outcome, that formula. Um, so, uh, it's just like every week things get worse and worse for her, but listen, that's just my perspective. Suri comes in and, uh, Izzy gives Suri the, the plan, the plot, um, that, uh, she, she lays it out with the M&Ms. And uh, she, uh, she, she gives her the whole thing. And Suri is unimpressed. <laughs> Suri is not responding much to this. Uh, and she pretty quickly is going to be like, I got to get out of here. I've, I've spent too much time here. Um, this, is, uh, this is too risky. Um, so she bails. And, uh, and Izzy is like, she looks at Jared after Suri leaves. <clears throat> she shakes her head. Why is she? Why is she like that? And Jared's like, yeah, yeah, that, I'm frustrated too. Um, can't. She's doing that. And uh, like, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. We're gonna put a pin in this. We're gonna come back to it later. Um, now, uh, Corey and. Bowie are gonna they're gonna bike together on on the bikes. They have like a loosely strategic conversation. She's talking about wanting to avoid being a pawn. He says it's good that she's pushing against being a pawn because it's bad to be a pawn. Um, they talk about like, is there a middle? Corey says he cares more about relationships than sides or alliances. Um, and you can tell like Corey's trying to get some kind of relationship going with uh with Bowie. Um it's it it is. It's very important. Like who is Bowie attached to is very important when everybody knows that Bowie's gonna make it far in the game. Um I mean that's why Andy, who was on the podcast last night, 
you know, getting in with Gina Marie in the way that he did was super valuable to Andy because everyone knew that Gina Marie was just going to be there for a while. Um, now, Corey trying to, you know, get in a little bit there with Bowie. Pretty late in the game, Suri's got a pretty firm hold on Bowie overall. But um, but they are about to blindside Bowie on this vote a little bit. So who knows? Um, the day goes on. There's a pizza eating contest. There's uh, there's you know uh, Mimi's upset about leftovers. Um, Mimi is cleaning. Stank be gone. Uh, various, various things. Um, but the day is pretty slow overall. Uh, there's really not a lot going on until later in the night. Uh, Corey is going to ask America. You want you want to hang out tonight? You want to you want to not go to bed early? And she says, sure. Um, and so, uh, so they will be hanging out. They will be comparing hand sizes. Oh, our hands are this. No, they're not. They're not the same. It's the nails. That's, that's what it is. Your nails are making it seem like they're the same size. Um, and, uh, they start talking a little bit of game. Corey talks about how uh, he, the, the plan essentially is if Jag wins HOH and he has to make some kind of choice, then the plan would be they just spill everything to Jag, right? If Jag takes out Cam and everything's fine and they don't, he doesn't use them as pawns, whatever, then they don't need to. But if, if like Cam wins a veto and Jag all of a sudden has to make some kind of choice between targeting Corey in America or targeting Suri in them, they just drop all information. We've known about seven deadly sins since the start. You've been a target, so on and so forth. That is the plan. America's like, but will it even work? <laughs> like, will it even work at that point? Um, and uh, he's like, it has to. Like, what else? What else can we do with that? What else can we do? Um, and so uh, that, that's, that's the idea behind the plot, Corey's plot. Uh, he thinks that would be shmoney. That is what we call shmoney. Um, and uh, that's, that's what they're going to attempt. Um, and so uh, they also talk a little bit about Matt. Corey thinks that Matt, because uh, because America's like I don't I just don't get it. Because remember last night, the night before, America talked to Jag, and she said to Jag, "Hey, you're staying. It just happened. Don't say anything. You might ruin it." But basically, they're worried about. You know, he she told Jag a bunch of stuff, and Jag gave her nothing, nothing at all. And she's just like, he's so closed off. I don't understand. He was fine after the eviction. He was like, I want to work with you, America. He was talking to me. And now all of a sudden, he's just not talking to me at all. And Corey, she's just, I don't get it. And Corey accurately guesses 
Matt must have thrown you under the bus to him. Why else? Like, what could Suri have possibly said? It must be Matt. Uh, and America's like, but why? Why would Matt do that? Like, how does that benefit Matt at all? And Corey's like, I honestly don't know. We do. If you've been listening to the updates, all that irrelevant stuff about Matt's feelings about women. Um, so America feels like Bowie and Matt as pawns, maybe, if she wins HOH. And then backdoor cam. That's kind of the general idea behind an America HOH at the moment. So while this is happening, Jared's going to talk to Suri. And he says that uh, he wants to talk to Cam alone about not having the votes. Uh, he doesn't want to do it with Matt. He doesn't want to do anything else like that. He just like, let's just talk to, to Cam or I'm, I'll just talk to Cam and be like, I'm worried about uh, what's happening. They can blame it on Felicia um, and uh, just like start the ball rolling. Because again, Jared wants to make it seem like he was not on board to take out Red so that Cam doesn't target him if Cam wins an HOH. Um, and Suri's like, fine, that's fine. Um, and so uh, he tells Suri, oh, by the way, Izzy is upset about uh, you not staying longer with the M&Ms. And Suri is just like, the M&M's. I'm so sick of her. I gotta deal with all this stuff. She's got all these M&M's. I don't care. I'm so tired of this. She's following me around all the time. So she's sick of it. No, I don't even know what she's trying to say. She's just, she's just trying to set herself up, right? That's all she's trying to do. She's just trying to set herself up. Like, no, unfortunately, she's trying to set you up. But, you know, I get why you would think she's trying to set herself up. Um, and they're tired of her questioning them. And, and you know, uh, it, she's not, not fond of it. Not fond of it. Uh, so that was a funny little moment. Um, while that's happening, Jag, Matt, and Blue are upstairs discussing targets for next week. And uh, they're talking about Cam and Bowie. And uh, Matt brings up the idea again of the 6-4 vote. Uh, and he says, I think we should make the vote 6-4. And Jag is like, I don't think we should make the vote 6-4, actually. Uh, that wouldn't be great. Like, what if Corey and America flip their vote? Then I'm gone. I mean, especially America. I just don't trust America. I think America's going to vote me out. <laughs> Matt says, oh, no, no, no. We blame Corey and America for the votes. We act like they're the ones that flipped. And I do not understand how in the world alarm bells are not ringing, ringing in Jags. Oh, wait, we're talking about plotting a, a vote where we blame Corey and America for flipping? 
That doesn't sound familiar to me at all because Corey and America are the flip reason that the votes weren't there for Corey and America. The reason why we didn't get to keep Riley, Corey and America, the reason why I got voted out. And now we're going to blame Corey because they're so sketchy, right? That's why, because they're already so sketchy. It's easy to blame them. I gotcha. Jack's not fond of the idea, though. He doesn't like a six to four vote. That's too close. He, he counter offers. What about seven to three? Seven to three sounds a little better, you know? Because then if both Corey and America flip, it's still five, five. Jared breaks the tie, I stay. Seven to three could work. That's doable. Um, and then even just with one vote being off, they can blame America for the vote. And then we make sure that America goes up on the block if Cam wins the HOH. That's the idea. The idea is seven to three vote. They say America flipped. America's the reason why everything bad happened. She's, she didn't vote this way. And then other things happened. And then, we, then, and then if Cam wins, America gets on the block for at least one of the nominees and America goes home. That's the idea. Um, so that's percolating. They're going to keep thinking up some ideas. In the meantime, back downstairs, Corey and America have been joined by Jared. And, uh, at first, this starts pretty, pretty fun. They're talking about Corey's dance moves and how he's got like the, uh, he's got like the bad moves. He's got the lips going. He's got, he's not a good dancer. Not a good dancer, Corey. They're both like uh, kind of poking fun. Jared does a little reenactment. Um, and then the feed's cut and they come back. And uh, they're still kind of making fun of Corey's game. He's, he, he, he's got no game, Corey. Uh, and Corey says, well, it's, it's just kind of the appeal of me, though, right? And America says, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. But Jared's like, is it, though? <laughs> and Corey says, all right, Jared, where were you at 21? Like, hey, I'm only 21. What more do you want from me? Let's come on. Let's turn the heat down a little bit. And Jared says, where was I at 21? Way more advanced than you. And Corey's like, I don't buy it. I don't know. And Jared says, no, nah, I beg to differ. And Corey says, well, you know where I was at 21? National television. And Jared says, eh. Well, I was doing that at 18, actually. What? You know, you might be able to learn something. Wait, hold on. What? Wait, what? Where were you on national TV at 18, Jared? I was here. What do you mean? I was playing Big Brother at 18? Y yeah. <laughs> no, come on. What, what were you doing, really? 
It's like I was I was playing playing Big Brother. That's what I was doing. Izzy walks in. Izzy's like, "What are you guys talking about?" But like, he just said he was on national TV at eighteen. He's like, "You guys are stupid." This guy literally can't help himself. His ego is so fragile. He can't even, in a joking manner, allow himself to be anything remotely less than Corey. Corey says, I was on national TV at 21, bro, as a joke. And he goes, well, I was doing that at 18, actually, so... Boom. How about that? And then immediately like, wait, what do you mean? And can't even come up with a good lie. It's just like, I was here playing Big Brother. Oh, man. I can tell you that this didn't go anywhere for the rest of the night. Corey and America talked for a long time later in the night. They never brought this up again, but but man, would this be hilarious if this was the reason, if this was the, the, the thing that like broke the seal on the secret. Um, but hey, it's out there now. It definitely made an impact at least a little bit. They were like, what? Really? National TV. Um, it's one of those things that like, if more information comes out, pieces start might might start to come together but doesn't seem like this alone is going to be able to uh to do anything so matt jack and blue they've finished their talk seven to three vote they're going to grab jared they're going to talk to jared about the plan what do you think seven to three vote how do you feel jared's like no we talked about this last night. This is a bad idea. Just 8-2. We're just going to go 8-2. That's it. Easy. Stop. Stop. They're like, okay, fine. Then Jared goes to Cam. And he says, hey, Cam. Hey, Cam. Um, just wanted to let you know. Uh, so, people, are, people are freaking out. Felicia is trying to switch the target to red. Cam's like, what? Like, yeah, yeah. Felicia, Felicia's like trying to like talk to me like, hey, I think red needs to go. It's like, why? I don't know. I don't know, man. I'm just saying like, if something's going on, you know, Felicia's doing some stuff. I'm just, I, I'm, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but I think Felicia's trying to do something. Cam's like, I need Jack gone. He's like, I know, I know, me too. I want Jack gone too. So I don't know. I'm just, I'm just letting you know. So he's, he's dropping the seeds. Um, Corey has a little cam talk uh, as America leaves for a moment. And he says that he is, he's upset about his lack of agency in the game. He pushed really hard for Jack to stay and it got nowhere. And now Jack's staying anyway, but it wasn't due to anything that he did. And he recognizes that. So because of that, he wants to make sure he's protecting his people in the game as long as possible. Um, and he says, also, you know, I'm fine with I'm fine with making fun of my flirting. Like, I'm fine with it. It's, just, it's getting a little sane. 
It's just getting a little same. That's all. It's just a little, little bit of the same all the time. AKA, it is bothering him. <laughs> I mean, as it should, to be quite honest. Um, Matt's going to talk to Serene Izzy. Because uh, he still wants this vote thing to happen. Uh, but they say, no, Matt, it has to be 8-2. Stop it. Izzy says, okay, I've got an idea. You're going to hate this, Sari, but it's just an idea. Should we just be honest about the whole thing? The look Sari gives her. I'm not going to do it. I'm just talking it out. I'm not going to do I'm not going to do it. Sari, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I was just, just an idea. Just an idea. That's it. No more. That's bad idea. Bad idea. Remember, Sari had just said, the M&Ms. And it has no patience for Izzy right now. Um, Matt says, how about this? The seven to three vote, we can blame the vote on Bowie. We can say Bowie flipped. And Sari says, that's the dumbest idea I've ever heard. Put whoever suggested that on the block. And Matt's like, yeah, that wasn't my idea. That was, they, Jag and Blue suggested that one. That was them. Izzy says, okay. Other idea. <laughs> eh. And Siri's like, no, tell us. She's like, ah, I mean, no, oh, come on. No dumb ideas. Let us know. And he's like, well, we could just start the ball rolling on, you know, like certain people don't seem down for the vote. Everyone gets scared. You know, like we normally do. So he's like, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess that works. <laughs> okay, so yeah, okay. So like tomorrow we can just be like, everyone's scared. People are saying it's red. We don't know what to do. Oh, and then, oh, whoops, it's red. Oh, crap. Just, just that? I think just that, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's the new plan. That's the new plan. They're just gonna, just gonna, whoop. Oh no. Which, again, if I'm Jag, I might be a little suspicious that this is their go-to plan when they tell me that this is the plan. But I'm not Jag. Jag is Jag. So we'll let Jag be Jag. While they're talking in there, Jared's talking with Blue and Jag. Blue is saying how much she really doesn't like Bowie. Just pointing this out. She's, I'm not going to lie. I want Bowie out so bad. She just gets on my nerves. And Jag is like, why? <laughs> of all people in this house, Bowie Jane is the one that, that really gets to you? She's like, well, Cam too. But man, ever since the pressure cooker, 
I just can't handle Bowie Jane. We've talked about Bowie a little bit. I want to briefly mention something. Obviously, I've talked a lot about how I think a huge part of why Bowie is so disliked in the house is just that she has been iced out and nobody wants to talk game with her. Um, and that's why she doesn't talk game. But um, it's, it, is, it is a little bit of a combination of a couple of things. One is that she's iced out. Nobody wants to talk game with her because she's a little spacey is sort of the reason that they give and they don't trust her. But then because she doesn't talk game, anytime she's in a conversation, she interrupts game talk. It's frustrating for the viewers. It's frustrating for the players. So that alone is enough for people to dislike her because, you know, I'm sure many people have been in this situation before where like, you're trying to hang out and then there's another person that you're not trying to hang out with who's like, just camping. And you're just like, why, why are you here? You know? Uh... Or maybe you're that person and you're like, they don't want me here. And this is awkward, but I don't know what to do. Um, Bowie is that person. And so that alone is enough for people to dislike her. But Bowie does do one thing that does not help the situation. And that is that she actively does make rounds. And we've talked about this before, but like Bowie actively patrols the house. And sometimes people who know that they're being left out do this on purpose. Like, hey, if you're not going to include me, I'm going to just include myself. Be annoyed at me all you want because I'm not going to let you ex exclude me. Um, I don't know if that's what Bowie's doing. I don't know if she thinks that this is like good gameplay and she's like, you know, doing an Andy Heron or something. Like, hey, I'm, I'm walking into rooms. Um, but Bowie patrols the house. It's especially bad because people will go to the have-not room. It's the most private room, especially when there are no have-nots. There's never a reason to go in there unless you're looking for a private conversation. And nobody will ever just like go into the have-not room to check in on people unless they're actively trying to monitor game talk. Bowie Jane, though, if you're in the have-not room for more than 30 minutes, you can expect, like clockwork, Bowie Jane to poke her head in. Oh, here you guys are. I was wondering where people were. And occasionally we'll go ahead and just sit right down and be like, what's up, guys? And it's just like, Bowie Jane, nobody is ever in here unless they want to talk game. What are you doing? So that is what does not help her in this situation. But at the same time, you can't really blame her when nobody's willing to talk game with her. What else is she going to do? She could be a, less, a little less patrolly, but anyway, that's my Bowie Jane stuff. Jag leaves this conversation and Matt joins. So it's Matt, Blue, and Jared. And he tells them the plan. The plan is we just say tomorrow, we're nervous. We're, we don't know. Everyone's saying red. And if we say everyone, then nobody, no one person can be pinpointed because we don't want one person to be pinpointed. Uh, and Jared's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Even though I did just tell Cam that it was all Felicia. And so they talk about that. And then they talk about America and Cam. I don't know what prompted them to talk about America and Cam because the feeds were not on. But when they come back, Jared is talking about America and Cam. He's saying, and it's, it's not equal. She gave him a little bit. And Matt says, oh, yeah. 
America led Cam on a little bit. I mean, she was flirting with him. And Jared's is for sure, for sure. And Blue is like, um, this is a dumb conversation. And I think we're done with it now. I think we're not going to let this go any further. So. Everybody knows what's happening with Cam and America. Everybody knows. Including Matt and Jared. Matt and Jared the day before made jokes about how funny it would be if Cam and America were in the jury together alone. And now they're talking about how America led Cam on. Tell me why again Matt is so anti-America. Yeah. Mimi's going to talk with Sari and Felicia because she, during all of this, has been talking with Red for a while. Um, and Red told her some things. He, so, he told her that he wanted to have a conversation with Cam after the, HOH conversa- after the HOH competition. He wants to get in a room with Cam and Jared to discuss what really was said. Um, so he's now telling um, Mimi this. He's also telling Mimi, watch out. You need to start talking to more people because I'm hearing people say your name on the other side. And he's indicating Jared is potentially the person saying Mimi's, Mimi's name. Jared is saying Mimi's name. Many of the people that he's talking about are saying Mimi's name. He's, he's giving Mimi a genuine warning here. So Mimi goes to Suri and Felicia and she tells them everything that Red told her. That Red wants to have a conversation with Cam and Jared. Um, and uh, they are saying, he's got to go. We can't let that happen. Uh, and she says, he told me that people are saying my name on the other side. And at first they're like, oh, well, who could have done that? They go through the list. They go, it's got to be Jag. It's got to be Jag. Jag's our scapegoat. It's got to be Jag. It's like, it seemed like he was implying Jared. Um, and Izzy gets involved in the conversation. She's like, oh, she's, he's, he, you know, Red's just ma- making stuff up. Just making stuff up. Uh, it's, <laughs> Clara, Clara wants me to mention that, um, that uh, in the conversation with Red, Mimi did say something along the lines of like, uh, Jag is going to be, we can put Jag up on the blog next week. He's like, oh, well, Jag's not going to be here. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> Classic. Happens a lot. Got to watch out for that. Um, So uh, they're like, oh, he's Red's making stuff up. She's just trying to he's just trying to throw stuff up on the wall. See what sticks. Um, And so uh, it doesn't seem like Mimi believes that Jared has been saying her name, even though he has. Um, And this is when Bowie, this is hilarious. Bowie runs up to Mimi and the look on Mimi's face. Let, let me just do the run up again and then, and then I'm going to switch to Mimi, right? Bowie. Mimi is like, looks like she's seen a ghost. What? Why is, why is Bowie running up on me right now? And Bowie's like, Bye-bye bitches meeting. (laughs) And Mimi's like, okay. 
runs into the comic room. And Mimi goes up to Felicia. She's like, Bowie wants a bye-bye bitches meeting? Felicia's like, what? And then Bowie pokes her head out of the comic room. She's like, come on, guys. Bye-bye bitches meeting. (laughs) So they go in. They go into the comic room. And for the first time in like three weeks, we're getting a bye-bye bitches meeting. Um, and, uh, Felicia's like, all right, here we are. Um, women, women, we are going to take out the men, us bye-bye bitches. We're going to keep the women in the house as long as possible. We're going to take out Jag. We're going to take out Cam. We're going to take out Corey. We're going we're gonna to keep Matt and Jared. They're the ones that stay the longest. And Bowie's like, and Red. Like, right. And also Red. Also Red as well. Yes, definitely Red. We definitely remembered that he was in the house. So um, Bowie's like, all right. So, so that's good. Guys. Bye bye bitches. Hands in. And so they all put their hands in and they go, Bye bye bitches. <laughs> and uh, that's the bye bye bitches meeting. <laughs> um, anyway. Corey and America are going to go upstairs to the loft in the game room and they're going to hang out for a while. They talked a lot. They have a good time. They compare hand sizes again. Um, people are excited. They're back. They're flirtier than ever. Um, Jag and Matt are going to stay up late as well. Uh, they are going to be hanging out, making quesadillas, being bros. They're going to play a prank on Mimi, who's busy trying to protect her leftovers for tomorrow after the big incident earlier in the day. Um, and they try, they hide behind, they hide under a blanket. And they're going to try and scare her, but they, they were very obvious that she didn't see, she saw them. So then they just tried to hide under the blanket. And it really made me think like Jag really is just like, Jag came onto the show and he just wanted to like do the things he's seen on the show. The Onion Alliance, um, playing pranks on people, even down to the like he loved Fessy's like cam talk with uh with Haley, where he talked about how bad he was at the game. And he's now he's done that cam talk like four times. Like he just wants to do he just wants to mimic what he has seen on the show before. And so now he's doing pranks. Hey, pranks are fun. Um. So that that happened. Uh, and then everyone, you know, funnels into trickles into bed. Bedtime. They uh they 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 go to sleep. Everything is nice and and chill and quiet. Uh, in the scramble room. And and that's when uh something. You know, 
Felicia, she she tends to snore a little bit. Something something weird happens. Felicia's kind of snoring in bed. It's late at night. It's actually not too long. It's kind of like early morning at this point. Uh, it's very very quiet. But but Felicia's snoring. This this something happens. This happens. Snoring. Snoring. Hey. hey, hey. That's Felicia. No, she's not being attacked. She's just singing in her sleep. Um, and yes, it wakes everybody in the room up. Corey is like, what? America's like, what? Are you? Mimi's like, oh. and don't worry, it continues. Yeah, 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 <laughs> oh my god I mean, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> we've had a lot of sleep talking in the, in big, I, listen, if, if Jag could pull this off, I'm sure he would. I'm sure he'd be talking about Harry Potter Christmas. Nobody woke her up. They were all just like, what, what is happening? Um, you know, I hope hopefully this is uh, this is some lighthearted uh, singing in in her sleep, um, and nothing uh, n- nothing more uh, sinister or uh, or sad than that. But um, yeah, uh, you know, some some singing and singing in your sleep. That's what's going on here, uh, seemingly. Um, so that's uh, that's the day. That's the day heading into today. Um, we are, uh, we're looking at, uh, probably some kind of like scramble, some kind of vote scramble where everyone pretends like it's like, uh, you know, people are nervous. We don't know what's going to happen. Whoops. We voted red out. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Um, so we can look forward to that. We can see if Jag figures anything out based on that plan. Um, we can look forward to the eviction tonight where it is looking pretty firmly at this point that red is going to be the person voted out. Uh, and then I think they they even said live HOH last night. We'll see if that actually happens, but a new HOH obviously is going to be pretty important here. Um, and so, uh, that's basically, that's basically what we've got. That's what we got going on. do maybe a couple of questions before we wrap up questions from the chat 
if we want to. Um, it might be a. I mean, we just did knockout, so it'd be weird for it to be a quiz. But I I feel like crapshoot also feels weird to me. Um, yeah, we have a two hour episode on Wednesday, which is very strange. It does make me think that if they do an uh, DHOH live on uh, tonight, then um, there must be some kind of twist, and maybe that plays into the two hour episode, or maybe it's just random. I don't know. Usually they'd tell us if it's the wall, if it's on the feeds, they'd give us a warning. So we'll see. Um, so the chat's moving fast. Uh, I, 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 like I said, I don't think it's the wall. That doesn't seem super likely to me. Uh, thoughts on if Sari would throw the game to Jared? I think she would. I know they, they kind of were doubtful last night, but I think she would. Um, heard there's going to be another split house. Uh, I guess it's theoretically possible, but it doesn't seem super likely to me, but who knows? Um, who is Cam targeting? Uh, I mean, honestly, it's, it's all up for grabs right now. That's sort of what they're worried about. Um, depending on what he, how he feels about this vote, uh, you know, he could target a a number of different people. Oh, that's where that rumor came from. Yeah. Then no. Um, who are all the houses that Jared has mentioned things about his life slash survivor, uh, ish clues i mean he's he said too much at this point (laughs) too much to too many people um but uh but again it's like if you're not looking for it it's it's hard to connect those dots here's one thing i will say jag knows about jared and cerise sharing information they absolutely shouldn't have known if there is ever a situation where he is hoh and Corey and america dump all of their information on him Jag might say, hey, well, here's what I know. Matt told Sari. Sari told Jared. Jared, I confronted. uh, Jared then told me. And then I told Sari that Jared knew. And then Jared came back to me knowing that I had told Sari. And that connection, like that piece of information might really start to get them thinking a little more critically if they ever receive it. But uh, but that would require Jag doing something. And he only does something in bursts of like six hour periods. Um, so we'll see. Um, all right. Okay. That's what we've got. That was. That is what we call shmoney. That is what we call shmoney. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for joining me here today. I'll be back tomorrow morning, 11 a.m. Eastern to update you on everything that happens today on the Big Brother 25 live feeds, including what happens tonight after the HOH competition, I assume. Um, and, uh, I will, I will be live tonight as well. Twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong hanging out, watching tonight's episode with all of you. And then we'll be live after the podcast to recap what goes down. Uh, and then again, tomorrow morning, we'll update what happened after all of that. Um, and then we will also have a, um, a Q&A tomorrow for the patrons or if you are watching live, anybody. 
Uh, so you can check that out, answering some more questions for you tomorrow. Uh, and that's, that's it. That's what we've got. Thank you all so much for joining us here, joining me here today. And I will see all of you next time.